everybody and welcome to this episode of Foster What. Today we are talking about aspirations to go to university, so going up to higher education. Um, we've got um, Florida and Lewis on today, if you want to say hey. Hey. Hello guys, I'm Lewis. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what courses you're doing and like if, you, if you're comfortable around about where you're based and your journeys into uni? We, we start with you, Lewis. Um, so I'm based in Manchester. I study international business and marketing. It's combined honours. It's really fun. Also kind of boring at times, but I like it. Um, and my journey into uni was a pretty long one, to be fair. I started off with A-levels and I didn't like it, so I dropped out and I went to college. And I didn't like the course I did, so I went to another course. And then finally I made it into uni. Awesome. And what about you, Florida? Hi, my name is Florida. Um, I just well, I I graduated last year, um, and then I studied um, applied social science, community development, and youth work. And um, yes, I've, well, to be honest, before I got to uni, before I even graduated, I did a couple of courses just like Liz. Um, I did um, I think I did health and childcare first, and I didn't like it too tough. Then I did health and social care, didn't really like it. Then I went to another un um, college and then I um, studied travel and tourism. But when I was on my second year of travel and tourism, that was a two year course, I got pregnant. So then I had to kind of reevaluate my life in the sense that when I was doing travel and tourism it involved working as an air hostess and I couldn't really do that while I was pregnant. And even after I gave birth, it wasn't something that was doable. So I had to just kind of take a year off. And then that's when I went to uni and studied um, youth work and community really and I did three years in that within that I did um every year I was doing placement for about three months and yeah and it was based in London Goldsmith University amazing amazing and what was the support like going back to uni after you'd had your baby it was really hard because uh, by the time I went back to uni I think I was about 20 21 so I pretty much, um, when I um, stopped going to college for that year, before uni, I came off social services, so they were not, not able to support me just because the fact that I was not in any education or working. So they said, like, come back to us when you're ready to go back to uni, <clears throat> because I think they were supporting until the age 25. Um, so I pretty much had uh, had to get a new case, um, a PA who was able to kind of just let me know what university they were around that kind of supported with care leavers just because there wasn't many universities in London that did my degree that also gave the support. So I, there was only two choices of unis that I could have went, um, Middlesex University and Goldsmith. And I chose Goldsmith because it sounded more better and it was closer to me than Middlesex was. That's, that's amazing and a really, really like important point, isn't it? That if you come to uni a little bit later, that you, you still got the right and entitlement as a care leaver to that support up to the age of 25. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really important. So if you are a little bit older or just thinking, actually, I want to take a few years out and go and do get some work experience before I apply, then you're still entitled to the, the support from the local authority. And, and there's, there's financial incentives to that, so which we'll talk on in a, in a little moment. So... If young people are listening in now thinking, right, I, I want to hear from some care experienced people and 
I, what I want to know basically is can I go to uni? Because literally everyone around me is trying to push me into an apprenticeship or into something that I feel like um, is being expected of me rather than looking at me and my dreams and aspirations. I would say most definitely. In fact, you know, it's, it's, there's so many, especially if you're a Kaylee, there's so many ways to get into university, right? And there's so much, um, <clears throat> sorry, there's so many different um, charities in your local authority in the higher education institutions. They offer so much financial support. Um, you can get thousands of pounds, you know, in money to help you get to uni. And alongside that with uh, selected universities, it's actually easier for you to get in being a care leaver um, because they recognize, you know, the struggles that you face on your path to higher education. So I would say most definitely, yes. Absolutely. Have you got anything to add to that, Florida? Yeah, I would just literally what Lewis said, I really agree with that, is there's just literally so much support. It's just about knowing <clears throat> where to go for the support itself and being able to kind of access it beforehand before you start your degree. Because I remember um, I had a PA who didn't know too much about university. So then I remember my education officer within the, my local council, who was able to kind of email me all the sorts of websites that I can look into, but also who I can contact beforehand and also attending like enrollment days and things like that, or even open days that was it just to kind of have a look at what things they provided before I made the decision. And I think I got lucky as well because my course involved um, a lot of, it would have to have a lot of experience to do the course. So then I was able to kind of get um, my local authority to write me a letter to kind of just explaining like, what my experience has been, you know, being in care and everything, just so I can get accepted on the course and also kind of, I guess, be a reference in a sense as well. So yeah, there's a lot of support. I, I just want to add as well, um, there's actually this great foundation called Unite Foundation and they offer three years free accommodation um, for care leavers and Australian students. And it adds up to like around 25,000 pounds. So if you're worried about finances or where you're going to stay, um, look up Unite Foundation, you can get free accommodation for the whole time you're at uni. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's a great scholarship scheme that, um, yeah, they do exactly that, provide free accommodation, but you do have to apply for it. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and as Florida was saying, it's like utilizing that tribe that you've got around you. So, you know, get, getting letters from the local authority, speaking to, your, to the people around you, the trusted people that you've got, and um, getting the, the help and support before you actually enroll so that, that you've got a really good understanding of what support packages are available to you. A really good way to do that is to ask your PA for the local offer for care leavers because they should, they should list what your entitlements are at higher education. Now, every local authority should, will legally give you £2,000 if you're studying at university that's usually paid in installments over your course. But every local authority might do more than that. So it's important that you ask for your, your local offer for care leavers for your local authority because some give more than that. Um, some might provide you with a laptop on top of that. So it's important just to, to know exactly what your rights and entitlements are so that you definitely get it all before you um, reach the age of 18 and, and go on into uni. Um, have you, have you ever looked at your local offer for care leavers, Louis of Florida? Yeah, I've I've looked at mine. Um, yeah. mine my my local authority don't 
they kind of offer the bare minimum sort of thing, but you know, it's still kind of useful, you know, it's 2000 pounds and it's free money and it's, it is useful. Um, but yeah, I would, yeah, as you say, you know, each local authority differs. I know someone at uni, I think she's from, I can't remember which borough in Manchester it is, but she gets like 5,000 a year basically. So it just differs really depending on where you're from. Yeah, so it's just really important to get your rights and entitlements down, just so you know exactly. Um, and then your pathway plans are a really good place to do that because there'll be a whole section on finances for that. Um, was that your experience, Florida, or, or was yours different? Um, to be honest, it was really hard to try and, because I was out of borough, <clears throat> so I don't have much contact with my borough. And because I was um, being a mother and everything, and I think they just kind of assumed... Um, I was doing my own thing like I didn't need much support but I do remember getting like I think it was like 53 or 54 pound a week so I'm guessing that would be um the money you're talking about that they would give meant to give you yearly but that why it was quite helpful because there was time when my student finance had run out and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do so that weekly payment helped a lot just to keep up with day with bills and just day to day really but yeah, it's really important. I think one thing I can't stress enough is like to know all these information before you start, because there were certain grants that I didn't know I had to apply before I started uni. I just thought, oh, once I get into my first year, maybe whenever I can apply, but I missed out a couple of like scholarships and things like that within the uni when you're supposed to apply like literally before you started. I didn't know that and I felt like I missed out. And by then, by the time I realized that was my second year and they said, no, it's first year students only you can't apply for it now so that was a shame yeah very frustrating as well because when you, you know you by rights you should have been told about that on on enrollment so how can we help young people now searching for their courses to get to grips with like what their rights are at each uni is there any tools or resources that we can signpost them to I would say when, when you go to uni, when you get to uni, you should have, um, obviously, if it's, you know, got a good support system for care leavers, you should have a designated person that's, um, that deals with care leavers and Australian students. And if you go to them and ask them uh, exactly what you're entitled to, they'll be able to show you um, everything you're entitled to and where you can apply for it and how much it is um, and all of that sort of information. At least I know that was my case with uni and support. That's absolutely right. So every uni has a widening participation team um, and for them to be made aware of your kind of care leaver status, there's something that you have to do when you apply to uni. Do either of you remember doing this when you applied? Yeah, so on the UCAS form, you have to tick a box to say you're a care leaver. That's but absolutely it's completely, right. Yeah. yeah, it's anonymous, you know, no one sees it apart from... Um, the widening participation team so it's, it's not like everyone in your uni will know your lecturers will know they they won't so it's uh yeah was that the same experience for you florida yeah i remember ticking it but like i said i think it's i can't stress it enough like even if you do these things i remember my first year like i, I it was just the worst time i think because everything was happening and being able not to know where to go and to get support even though i knew where i was i just didn't know how to go get it or if i did it wasn't easily accessible but yeah when you do tick the box sometimes um, I even spoke to someone about it and they said to me look sometimes there's people who are not in care and they've ticked the boxes so they never kind of follow it up unless you come there yourself in the office with student center I think to tell them I'm in care 
this menstruation, sometimes it does kind of get missed. So I can't stress enough that when you do tick the box, when you do start uni, like go to students and um, get them to know who you are just because it helps in the long run. Even if you don't need it in the first or second year, at one point you're going to need their support. So familiarizing yourself with them and them knowing who you are, it helps a lot because later on they could be like, oh yeah, I remember you, you know, and then they get that kind of support. I remember I had someone from the widened participation who was a really lovely lady because when I had to apply for to be a student ambassador, she because I knew her and I met her and everything, she was able to kind of put a word in to say like, oh, she's a care leader, we want her on there. And then she introduced me to someone else within Student Centre who was working with care leavers and Australian students. And she wrote me loads of letters. She signposted me when I had bills to pay or when I needed extra money and things that I wouldn't have known like if it wasn't for her unless I went out my way and did my research and I'm not gonna lie to you I'm a bit lazy in terms of finding information when everybody says go on google go and do this I'm like no can I just go to someone who actually specializes in that and they give me the information and student center is the, pla the place for that so the sooner you can kind of introduce yourself to them get them to know you the better in the long term when you're in uni so you can come to them anytime you want and they'll be able to signpost you where you need to go yeah what great advice um because I always thought that it was like automatic once you tick the box, but clearly that's not your experience, Florida. So really, really like, thank you so much for sharing that because that's really important advice. And it can be scary going to, to um, student support. And if you need anyone to help you go there, there will be people at university that can do that or ask your, your PA um, because your PA will be willing to go along with you. You can arrange a time and a date to go um, and to talk to student support about that. So, yeah, so ticking the box is really important because as a, a care experienced person, you'll be entitled to the full whack, usually the full whack of support from uh, student finance. So you won't have to worry about how much money you're going to get. Do either of you know, and I know it's, it's like it changes every single year, um, about how much the maintenance loan is, the, like the, the top maintenance loan per year? If I remember correctly, because... Um... I had a childcare. I think that's we've got a bit more. I think it was about I could apply to like eleven, yeah, about eleven grand a year. Yeah, and you're in London, aren't you, Florida? In London, yeah. So that was yeah, yeah about eleven grand a max I could get. And then that, I think every three months they paid like almost four thousand a month. It was that like three hundred and no three thousand and nine hundred and something? So you got so it, it in like three installments over the year. Yeah, for yeah. me. It's what the same, I got it at uh, the start of each term. Um, but I think I got like, first year, I think it was like 8.9 thousand. Second year is 9.2 or three. Um, yeah, and you get it in equal amounts spread across the year at the start of each term. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that sounds fun. So outside of London, you can apply for, um, this, this is end of 2020, we're, we're, we're recording this. So it's £9,203 and it's a couple of grand more if you are able to live in London. And then for your tuition fees, they'll also be paid um, and that's up to £9,250 a year, depending on how much your tuition fees cost. So you don't have to have the money up front and that's what we want you to be aware of, that if you're worrying and stressing about money is don't worry, don't stress. The Student Finance England's there for you. And it's really, really clear on their website about how to go through applying, ticking the box. Um, now, what you do need to do is when you tick that you are a care experienced person, you have to send a, like a letter of proof 
to student mm. finance. Do, do either of you remember doing this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember my education officer wrote me one and I had to send it. Yeah, was it like a, 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 like a good experience or was it something that you had to like fight for or was it quite easy for you, Florida? Uh, my education officer, she's been on my case since college. So I think she wanted to know that I was going to uni. Even when I, I was taking a year off, she was still in contact to be like, are you ready? Are you ready? Like she always email me. And I think it helped as well because when I told her I was ready, she did not hesitate to write me that letter quick <laughs> and be like, yep, here you go. What's your excuse now kind of thing, you know? So that was quite cool. Yeah. And that's just like, yeah, it just goes to like, the people around you like and, and having really important people that you can trust around you to, to do the, the jobs that are really important well, what was your experience of that Lewis um but kind of similar you know I just emailed my PA maybe I spoke to her on the phone I can't remember I asked her that I needed the letter and she just emailed it over to me and then I forwarded it to forwarded it to the uni brilliant <clears throat> so like quite a simple process for for both of you and yeah, I have yeah. I have worked with young people who've had a like a more of a difficult process to get in that letter so um i'd always advise that when you're in your pathway planning meeting just say like i'm going to need a letter of proof that i am care experienced can you as my social worker or whoever else is there in the meeting just write me a letter with the the local authority stamp on it that just says um my name what my care leaving status is i can send that off in a letter to student financing when i apply and ask for a few copies of it so that you can just keep hold of them in case you ever need them for the future, you know, because you never know when you might go back to uni to do a PhD. If that's before you, the age of 25, then and you, you need to prove that again. You've got those letters on file so you don't have to go back. Sorry, if you can't, um, at, like, obviously get a hold of your PA because it happens sometimes, especially if you're applying, like, during the summer and whatnot, it'd be good to kind of do call up the borough like the managers and be like I need that letter so then the manager kind of knows if they are taking quite long to give the letter because I've done it a few times in my degree that I needed a letter but my PA was taking too long so once I spoke to the manager the letter came to me quite quick yeah yeah and it's unnecessary stress isn't it when you're worrying and you just want to press mm -hmm. submit and it's like and mm -hmm. or, or you kind of just want to know that you've been approved for your funds because for money's money's important it's one of the most like the biggest impacts of stress on people if, if they don't know what what they're going to be getting so um it's really really vital and it's your right to have that letter so just ask for it at your pathway planning meeting before you even submit to UCAS before you've done your student finance so that you know right it's there it's in an envelope ready to just go and I don't have to that's just one one more thing I don't have to worry about when I come to apply and So well, we've talked a lot about entitlements and if, if like young people just want to know, right, well, I'll go, I want to go to Manchester Uni or I want to go to um, Cambridge Uni, what, is, is there a website they can go to that that tell them exactly what that university offers and who the participation officer will be at that, that uni? Yeah, there's a website actually called, uh, I think if I'm correct, Propel. Yeah, that's spot on, yeah. Um, where I think that was such a useful tool for me because I didn't even know there was a, like a website you can go and look at the degree you want and then it'll kind of tell you what universities do that course and also who like kind of specialise within the care team itself. So you can kind of be like, okay, cool. So I, like I said with mine, there was only two unis that did my course and then there was two of them that supported care leavers. 
but it looked like more Goldsmith did a lot more of it just because there was more information on it and, and things like that. And I was able to access like the information from there to contact, I think it's what the wedding participation officers, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And that was quite useful to get like ahead of it before you even applied. It is really useful. So if, if you head to propel.org.uk, you can just like really just like dive into each uni, find out exactly what they offer. Um, and you can get the name contact and some give you like support for um, even applying with your, your personal statement. So pre-application support. So I'm talking to a university at the moment with a young person that I'm working with and we're, we're getting all of that support before she's even been uh, um, accepted as a, as a student there because that, that's the offer that they provide for care leavers. So even pre-application, you can tap into that and they have like a picture and a, and a number that you can call. And if you need support to do that, your PA's there, that's, that's what they're there for. So just say, I'm a bit nervous about making this call because it's a bit daunting and they'll sit down with you and they can do that with you. Um, so I'm conscious of time because we've, we've only got like just under eight minutes left. So I just wanted to talk quickly about holidays because you do get a lot of holidays at uni. You get a long summer, a, an extended Christmas. Um, and a lot of young people listening in might be worried about where they'll be living. So do you know what the rights are for care leavers in, in terms of holidays and accommodation? I know. Um, do you mean as in like staying at uni or going back to your hometown? Yeah, or, or, or both. Like ju just okay. if, if young people are worried, like they know that they're going to have a space to live whilst they're studying. But what about in the summer mm. when all their like mates go back home or they might not necessarily have a space to go to what what does the local authority um have to provide for care leavers uh, well i mean obviously the local authority will provide you with somewhere to stay whether that's semi-independent living or you're in a stay and put arrangement <clears throat> um but i also know as well a lot of unis especially unis that are good with care leaver support system they will have year-round accommodation for you to be able to stay in some are free some are not free and with the Unite, uh, Unite Foundation scholarship, they offer, you know, year round accommodation for free. So you'll always have somewhere to stay. Um, I know York University, they, offer, they also offer free accommodation all year round to care leavers. Um, and they have a very, very good um, sort of support package too. Yeah. So it's, it's just a really important like part in statement for, for young people to be aware of that the local authority have to give you money to live on over the holidays and they have to give you somewhere to live if you don't have year round accommodation. So if you don't have year round accommodation at your halls of residence or at university, the local authority have to give you somewhere to live in those holiday periods. So talk to your PA to find out what your local authority offers because it'll be listed and detailed in the local offer for care leavers and just make sure that you've got a handle on your rights exactly before you go to uni so you know where you'll be living you know where you'll be staying um and lewis is exactly right Mo most unis have that year-round accommodation so that you can stay in the halls but your local authority uh, are duty bound to make sure you have somewhere to live when you're in higher education year-round so you don't have to worry about that <laughs> Do we have any parting words of wisdom if we just like, if we 
Um, just both of you just give any parting words of wisdom to anyone listening in now who's got an aspiration to uni. What would, what would you want to have heard like as, as, as younger, as your younger selves? Um, I have a few. Um, one of the things I can say, I can't stress it enough, is like how important it is as soon as you get into uni to know where to go, where it is, and know those people who are in those places just because on my third year of uni, I was going through so much madness that I think it helped knowing who was in student centre, who that person was I was in contact with, and, and they knew me beforehand as well, so they knew that I was I wasn't just a random person come in and be like help me so because they because they knew me so it made it easier in terms of our relationship for me to say okay I need this I want that and they were able to kind of like direct me where I need to go and if I couldn't contact them myself or I haven't heard from them myself they would contact them on behalf of me that helped a lot because when I was doing my dissertation I was just like all over the place and I think there was a few um, assignments I couldn't submit on time and if it wasn't for um, this, the lady from the student centre who then directed me to the wellbeing team who were, like, I think they were friends because they looked really cosy that helped a lot in terms of writing me a letter to give to my teacher and then be like okay hey, this is why I can't do it and then also get me a letter to my GP as well she contacted the GP for me saying like look this is the situation this is what she's going through is there anything they can do about it they did that, that was quite cool. It, when I tried to contact the GP myself, they wouldn't even give me the time of day, you know what I mean? So that helps them hearing it from a university perspective. And it's really important as well to do tick saying you're a care leaver just because there's so much support out there that you can get from get go. It's just about, you know, letting them know and kind of using that to your advantage. I know not everybody wants to kind of claim it, but sometimes it's quite good to claim it because they are support at it and that's the only way they're going to be able to give it to you instead of you having to like really prove that you are a care leaver. So I would say that's definitely that. And also um, try and have fun at uni really, like as much as there's so much things going on within uni you can be involved in. Like I managed to be a student ambassador. That paid, mate. That money was good. I was getting paid like £12 an hour. And there was some times where I would be standing for free, for like three hours and getting paid. I was like, that's cool. You know, and I got a chance to actually go to different cities and promote my university, chat to different people and getting them to kind of look at different type of studies my uni does, kind of bringing more students, I guess, to the, the university. And then my accommodation got paid. I got to travel for free. I was like, this is life. I didn't even have to spend my own money. I was making money to live outside London for like, I think for a few days. So yeah, that's just one of the perks of being a student ambassador, but yeah, it was quite cool. And I'm glad I got to do it as well, because there were application about like, I think three, like three or 400 students applied for it. But because again, I knew the lady from the wedding situation that was like, okay, I'm going to put a good word in for you. And boom, and that kind of took it like, you know, that was an advantage for me. So it's just about who you know, not what you know. Yeah. So have fun. Tick the box know who your team is and take your opportunities when they come up yeah, <laughs> really good advice. Yeah. Lewis we've, we've got less than a minute so yeah. have you got any like quick parting words for us um yeah I guess I'll just leave it quick I would say one attend open days lots of open days so you know what your uni is like what your city is like because it's very important to live in a good city and um <clears throat> know what you're entitled to and as Florida said you know say yes to every opportunity and if you don't like it, then don't say yes again. But I'll say yeah. When you and when definitely when you're at first year, say yes to every opportunity you're offered. Fantastic. Thanks so much. We are probably gonna get 
kicked out any moment. So I just want to just say really big, big thanks for both of your time this morning.